he sent fiery flying serpents among them, and after they were bitten, he prepared a way that they might be healed. 1 Nephi chapter 17, verse 41. Hey listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, were there fiery flying serpents along Lehi's trail? As Nephi planned and prepared to build a ship, his brothers mocked him, saying he was a fool for thinking he could build a ship and cross these great waters. In response, Nephi reminded his brothers of several of the miracles the Lord performed during Israel's exodus from Egypt, including the sending of fiery flying serpents among them, and then, after they repented, providing the means by which they might be healed. Modern readers may not readily appreciate how relevant this story was to Lehi and his family's own circumstances at the time. The Israelites' encounter with the fiery serpents occurred in the region round about the Gulf of Aqaba, a branch of the Red Sea. Isaiah later characterized the fiery flying serpent as one of the beasts of the south, with south, Negev, in Hebrew, referring to the desert region of southern Judah. Biblical texts are not the only sources to describe this as a region infested with flying serpents. An account of the Assyrian king Ezrahaddon, circa 680 to 669 BC, describes traveling past yellow snakes spreading wings in the same region. The Greek historian Herodotus, circa 484 to 425 BC, also reported hearing stories about winged serpents living in the Sinai or Arabian desert and even claimed to have seen the skeletal remains of some. All of these sources indicate that the desert regions to the south of Jerusalem were the primary habitat of fiery and or flying serpents. This is the same region Lehi and his family passed through as they fled from Jerusalem, going down to the borders near the shore of the Red Sea, and setting up a long-term camp along the shores of the Gulf of Aqaba. Nephi and his brothers then traveled back through this region multiple times, as they twice journeyed to and from Jerusalem. The family remained encamped near this area, at a site they designated the Valley of Lemuel, until the Lord commanded Lehi to leave. Thus, as Neil Rapley observed, the bulk of the narrative in 1 Nephi takes place in this region between Jerusalem and the Red Sea, in the midst of the traditional habitat associated with the winged seraph serpents. Based on the details in biblical, historical, and archaeological sources, Israeli biblical scholar Nassim Amzalag argued that the fiery flying serpent should be identified with the saw-scaled viper, Echis coloratus, a venomous snake whose habitat includes most of the Western Arabia still today. If this correlation is correct, then Lehi and his family likely would have continued to encounter fiery flying serpents, the saw-scaled viper, even as they journeyed farther south into the Arabian wilderness. Nephi referenced the fiery flying serpents while the family was staying in Bountiful, which was most likely located in the frankincense-producing region of Dofar in Oman. According to Herodotus, in this area great numbers of winged serpents carefully guard each frankincense tree. Other classical Greek sources also mention these snakes. Based on the details in these accounts, Amzalag has argued that these are also referring to the saw-scaled viper, which is known to live in both Yemen and the Dofar. The South Arabian cultures that controlled the frankincense trade had serpent-related symbols and traditions similar to those found in Israel, including the production of bronze snake artifacts reminiscent of Moses' brazen serpent. 
Thus, well and bountiful, Lehi's family was still within the habitat of, and among cultures influenced by, the fiery flying serpents. Scholars have long noted the presence of Exodus motifs throughout Nephi's account of his family's wilderness journey, recognizing how the environment they traveled through overlapped with and was similar to that of the Israelite Exodus, including the same wildlife, such as the saw-scaled viper, brings to life how palpably like the Exodus the family's journey must have seemed to the group of Israelite travelers. They faced the same dangers and similarly had to rely on the Lord for their protection. This is especially evident when considering the story of the fiery flying serpents. As several scholars have previously noted, in Numbers chapter 21, the fiery serpents act as agents of the Lord, sent by Him to afflict Israel and bring them to repentance. According to some scholars, the nuances of the Hebrew imply that the serpents were released or let go by the Lord thereby implying that they were an ever-present danger that the Lord held at bay to protect Israel, but were released due to Israel's disobedience. As ancient Israelites, Lehi and his family would have shared this belief that the fiery flying serpents that they encountered on their journey were agents of the Lord. This made Nephi's reference to that story an especially potent reminder of the real dangers the family could face if they did not heed the Lord's counsel. As Rapley has noted, When Nephi reminded his brothers of the fiery flying serpents sent by the Lord to chastise the children of Israel for their murmuring, it would have held a relevance that is often lost on readers today. They, too, were traveling and camping in the regions believed to be infested by flying serpents, and if they were not faithful, the Lord could just as easily punish them by unleashing those dangerous snakes. Yet this also came with a reminder of the Lord's grace just as the Lord had prepared a way that the Israelites might be healed by looking upon the brazen serpent, so too could Laman and Lemuel and the rest of Lehi's family be healed and protected if they would only repent and look to the Lord. This same blessing of healing and protection through Jesus Christ's atonement remains available to all today who look to the Lord and follow Him. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.